Now extended through January 14th, join a clean and spacious Planet Fitness for zero enrollment and only $10 a month. With tons of equipment and free fitness training, it's the perfect place for everybody to work out. Even me, mister, I'm so stressed I grind my teeth more than most people grind coffee. Especially you. Give your anxiety-clenched jaw a rest. My molars will be so happy. Start feeling spectacular today. Join in-club or at planetfitness.com. Zero enrollment, $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends January 14th. See club for details. You are now listening to the Delvin Cox Experience. Welcome to the Experience. Welcome to the Experience. Welcome to the Delvin Cox Experience, the podcast in which each week I'm on a one-man mission to unite our culture through diversity. I'm your host, Delvin Cox, and with me this week from the Herf cast, my man Brian. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm good, man. How about yourself? Good, good, good. As always, we'd like to start the podcast off with the five for five. Five right. questions, five answers to get the ball rolling. Brian, you ready? I'm ready. Okay, question number one. What's the best album or song you've heard this year? The best album or show? Or song. Oh, song? You know, man, uh, I'm, not, I'm not really down with anything new. I, I don't really listen to music that much anymore. I'm pretty much just, uh, all I do is listen to podcasts at work. Uh, okay. We will edit this question to... What's the best podcast you've heard lately? Um, let's see. Show-wise, uh, it, it keeps me entertained while I'm at work and keeps me sane. And it's really, it's really immature for, for my age. Uh, it's all toilet humor, but your mom's house with uh, Tom Segura and Christina Krasinski. Uh, okay, check that one out. There's a lot of – it's just, like I said, it, it's toilet humor. It's uh, – it's not mature at all. <laughs> it's, it's nothing wrong with that. You know, it gets a bad stigmatism, but we all have to laugh. And sometimes the toilet potty humor is all we need. Oh, yeah. And then, I mean, other than that, uh, the obvious choice is Joe Rogan. That's I, I, I learned. I learned so much from listening to that guy. Yeah, he's a very interesting guy, to say the least. Yeah, for sure. Okay, 
Question number two. What's your favorite sports team? Uh, Chicago Cubs or Chicago Blackhawks. Depends on the season. Okay. That's, I mean, I could throw, I could throw the bears in there too, but nobody really wants to admit that these years. So. <laughs> All right. Question number three, what's the dumbest thing you've done as a kid? Uh, let's see. What age group are we talking about as a kid? Uh, I usually say 18 and under. 18 and under. I don't know, man. It's it's tough to think back that far. I mean, I'm not that old, but um, if I if I could go if I could go up to like 21, so 20, you can do it. All right, good. So um, worked at this place. Uh, it was you know a group of friends that all worked at, at the same place. We worked third shift, and um, like we we went out for a smoke break, and we were like we went out the back door. You know, it's it wasn't a designated smoking area, but it is what it is. It was shorter to get there, and uh, you know we all had fun uh, while we worked there. But uh, so I quit smoking that night before I went to work. I decided to quit smoking, and um, um, I was just out there hanging out with everybody, and there was a stack of mail totes by the wall, and for some reason, like, you know, it's like the, that plastic cardboard box uh, that they use at the post office. There's like a stack of those sitting there. And for some reason, I decided to stand up on those and uh, start rocking back and forth. That and um, ended up, the boxes came from under me, underneath me. I fell over. We're pretty sure I hit my head on a spigot sticking out of the wall. But, um. You know, shortly after that, shortly after that, we go back to work, and I'm I'm sitting on the machine next to my buddy that I work with, uh, and basically, like you have to keep up with the machine, otherwise you kill it and you ruin the the, the section of material that you're on. So, I kept I kept fucking up the machine, kept killing it, kept uh, damaging the product we were working on, and I I I didn't remember, like I didn't know what I was supposed to do, and. I looked over, I see my buddy sitting there. I said, dude, when'd you start working here? He's like, oh, what are you talking about? I'm like, when'd you start working here? He's like, dude, I've been here for like six months. It's like, no, come on, when, when did you start here? He's like, dude, I've been working here for six months. And like, it's like, no. And I looked over, I said, dude, when'd you start working here? And he, he looks he's like, Jeff, I think we got a problem. So, uh, concussion. Yeah, they ended up having to take me to the hospital, obviously. And uh, it was my brother, my buddy that I was sitting next to, and uh, another friend of mine. We all carpooled together. So, you know, we go to the hospital, and uh, I've got absolutely no short-term memory whatsoever. So I guess we were in the waiting room, and like I said, I, I, I decided to quit smoking that, that night. And uh, it was cold outside. You know, we all had our jackets. And like, hey, who wants to go smoke a cigarette? And like, Brian, you quit smoking. It's like, no, I didn't. I want a cigarette. So we go outside, you know, and uh, I'm going through my pockets and my coat looking for my cigarettes, and I can't find them. On the inside pocket of my coat, I had a nutty bar from lunch. 
I was like, oh, yeah, Nutty Bar. Put it back, go through my pockets. I open my wallet. I got a $20 bill. Yeah, 20 bucks. Yeah, Nutty Bar. Yeah, 20 bucks. Just oh, in a continuous God. loop. That's bad. So, you know, my buddy gave me a cigarette. We go back in the waiting room, sit down. And I look over. I said, hey, anybody want to go smoke a cigarette? And uh, like, you, you just had one. I said, no, I didn't. Like, yeah, you did. Like, no. Like, I'm going I'm to go smoke. So we go back outside. We have another cigarette. Then um, we finish that, go back in, sit down. So anybody want to go have a cigarette? Holy like, crap. Like, dude, you just smoked two cigarettes. It's like, I know. I could taste it. I, I could taste it in my mouth, but I don't remember smoking it. I got to have another cigarette. So these guys decide to start fucking with me. And they keep telling me that I'm dating this rather unattractive woman that, that we worked with. And um, I guess they, they had me all but convinced. And then, um, you know, doctors came in and like, told, was like, look, guys, you really got to stop fucking with him like that. You could seriously damage his, his, his mental abilities. You know, you, you could you could really screw up his, his memories, you know. But um, I, I could barely remember my address that I lived at for, you know, 15 years. Uh, I barely remembered who the president was, which was. Uh, uh, Bush at the time, and um, you know, then um, I was looking through my wallet again. I found this girl's number. I asked, like, whose number is this? Like, oh yeah, you said you got some girl's number from the bar the other night. Oh yeah, did she like me? <laughs> oh my god! Oh well, she must have. She gave you her number, you know. So um, to. I, I guess I, so I had, this is all, uh, I'll say, I don't remember any of this. This is all what's been told to me from my brother and my friends that were there, you know, wow. but, uh, I ended up having amnesia for a day and a half and woke up with just the worst headache ever. And, um, you know, my brother, you know, my brother had to wake me up every couple of hours to make sure I was, you know, still alive. And, uh, you know, so a day and a half, I had amnesia, and uh, my memory's been really hit or miss ever since. Wow, that's, that's crazy. So, yeah, the, the, I think the dumbest thing I did as a kid was stand on a stack of mail totes. <laughs> <laughs> Question number four. If you could have one superpower, what would it be? Probably fly. I, you know, I can't think of much better things than being able to, uh, you know, just be able to fly wherever you wanted. That's a pretty good one. Okay. okay. I like that one. Question number five. This is a funny one. Top five TV or movie cigar smokers. Oh, let's see. You got to go with Arnold Schwarzenegger. That's a good one. Uh, Jack Nicholas. Or I'm sorry, one. Jack Nicholson. Um, uh, Milton Burl. Okay, that's, that's what I didn't expect to hear. That's a good one. Uh, I like that one. Groucho Marx. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Old school. And um, 
man, it, it's hard to pick the last one. There's a few of them out there. Well, that's I, you know, I'm thinking of comedians too, which I mean, not really movie stars or TV stars, but you got Sammy Davis Jr. Yeah, you got, you got um, off the top of my head, I'm thinking Boss Hog from the Dukes of Hazzard. Oh yeah, yeah, Boss Hog. Um, what's another good one? Man, I'll say, uh, I guess uh, Sylvester Stallone would be another good one. That's a real good one. Yeah, I like so. that one. That's a good choice, man. Get loud. Man, you, you, you caught me off guard. I was thinking I was going to get five cigar questions. So <laughs> that, I'm, I'm actually kind of pleasantly surprised. <laughs> nah, yeah, I always try to switch it up and bring something different to the table each time. But since you mentioned it, let everybody know what your podcast is because we're going to get dip, deep into that. Um, my podcast is the Herfcast. Um you know, people ask what a herf is, like, you know, what what is the herf cast? What is a herf? A herf is just a term for getting together to smoke cigars. So, um, you know, my brother ended up coming up with the name, the herf cast. Uh, but my podcast, it's not necessarily uh, all about cigars. It's just smoking cigars and having a conversation, just, just like you would do at a lounge or or anywhere. It's just I. I love I love smoking cigars and I love talking to people while I do it. So, um, you know, got the idea to start playing around with this and you know just turned into a really awesome hobby. So, what got you into podcasting about cigars? That's such a niche idea. Like, not many people do it, but it's such um, a big market. Well, that's my brother. My brother was working on a podcast and it that kind of piqued my interest and i thought you know just like i said it's like ah, you know i like i like smoking cigars and talking to people i might as well might as well try recording it and see how that goes you know so that that was pretty much it and then you know after after that like that's when i started listening to podcasts and um you know it's just like all right you know this is this is definitely a a new type of media to me and it's something that's easy enough to get into. Like, I mean, I started with just uh, an iPad and a, a, a blue raspberry mic, you know, um, you know, the startup cost is next to nothing. So you might as well give it a shot. Yeah. And I, I've always said that podcasting is becoming the new AM radio. Oh, absolutely. That's, you know, it um, not only not only AM radio, but I mean, if you count if you count, uh, you know, like uh, vodcasting or vidcasting, whatever you want to call it, you know, because I mean, a lot of shows are both video and audio. So, I mean, yeah. you've got I mean, look, how many hours and hours and hours of podcasts do you have on YouTube or uh, Vimeo, you know? stuff like that it's it's not just the audio it's it's taken over audio and uh video yeah and i think it's pretty cool that we have this we live in this time where you can just basically next for nothing make something absolutely enjoy my people and and it's you know like i said it's uh you know there, there's virtually no risk involved you know yeah. and at least for the time being you know um I don't, I don't see it happening anytime soon, but who knows what the future holds. But, I mean, just completely uncensored, you know? 
Yeah, I agree. No, no regulations to worry about. Uh, you know, if you end up getting a decent audience, you have the opportunity to to maybe make a little bit of extra money on the side, or you know, hell, if you're lucky enough, end up turning it in, into some sort of a, a career. You know, which yeah, because a lot of people are getting TV shows off a of podcast, which I think is pretty cool. Well, not only that, but I mean, shit, man, you think about the big podcasts and what they make on advertising alone, let alone if they have like a Patreon or something like that. Like, uh, like last, last podcast on the left, it's a, it's a true crime podcast, but they, uh, their, their Patreon is somewhere around like 50 grand a month. Whew. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely a legit way to, uh, you know, if you're lucky enough, it's a, le- a, a legit way to make money. So, yeah. So, um, Turfcast, tell me more about this podcast, about your love of cigars. How did it start? When did you first start smoking cigars? Um, well, seriously, smoking cigars as a as as more of a hobby than a than just a hey, look at me, I'm smoking a cigar. Well, let's uh, get to that. The first time you ever smoked one, were you a kid? Like, was it one of those things when you found one? You know, like like uh, mid to late teens. You know, I I've always been a cigarette smoker, um, which I've uh, what last week it's been three years since I quit smoking cigarettes. Um, but you know, we'd we'd go to the pool hall or something, and you know, we'd grab some Swisher sweets or some Phillies or something, and um, you know, s- smoke some cheap shitty cigars while we're at the pool hall. You know, when you could still smoke inside, and um, you know, so I mean, you know, we'd do that. Um, and like I said, you know, throughout the years, you know, I, uh, my, my dad became a, a, a cigar smoker and whenever he was in town or we would go visit them, you know, he'd, he'd give, he'd give me and my brother a handful of cigars and, you know, like premium cigars, uh, the, the hand rolled, um, and, you know, smoke those and it's like, all right, yeah, I could, I could get into this. And then, um, you know, it just kind of blossomed from there, uh, just ended up ended up really, really taking a hold of me. You know, it's just something that it's, it could be, it could be the perfect social tool, tool, but it could also be, you know, like almost like meditating, you know, I, I could sit out here and have a cigar and read a book or just sit out here with my thoughts, you know? Um, but yeah, that's, it's, uh, like I said, it's, it, it's, it's a good hobby on multiple levels. Cool, cool. So what makes a good cigar? For those who don't smoke cigars and the laymen who want to get started in cigars, what makes a good cigar? Well, you've got the wrapper, binder, and filler. Like the wrapper is what's on the outside of the cigar. So like the way the cigar is made, like uh, premium cigars, most premium cigars are are handmade. So like this, you know, this was in, you know, this, this was made by somebody's bare hands before it ended up in mine and rolling a cigar is truly an art because the, the construction is so important to the cigar. If it's not, if it's not rolled right, uh, you know, half of it'll burn faster than the other. Um, you know, it, it'll keep going out. Um, it'll, it'll fall apart. You know, so that that's pretty important. But the tobacco that goes inside of it is it, it that's that's really where, you know, it it's another work of art completely from from rolling from rolling the cigar, like choosing the tobacco that goes inside of it 
and pairing those flavors to to get you know a good tasting cigar you know that's another art in itself which i couldn't begin to tell you anything about either of those you know ro rolling or or stuffing them you know um so yeah just uh finding different ty types of tobaccos like um you know having having a nicaraguan filler with a uh, dominican wrapper or something like that a, a connecticut wrapper with uh, you know like honduras filler you know just the different the different regions that grow tobacco come up with different flavor profiles and the way that those get mixed in together you know it's you, you could have a different cigar um you know uh, like i guess uh for the most part like you know if you buy one type of cigar you know one brand one one size you're going to have the same cigar about every time you know you're not going to have very many differences but if you have three different brands you could have just completely different flavor profiles in those three different brands you know so it's it's always a uh, it's always fun to to check out what's new and you know try out the new cigars and see what kind of flavor profiles you're going to come up with next okay because the way you make it sound it sounds almost like how people talk about coffee in a sense yeah you know it's uh get, getting those uh those like subtle nuances you know it's the same with you know coffee and wine and you know anything else that you're looking for to to, to pick out those flavors you know with uh with cigars you got you got a few main flavors that that, that you'll find prominent nets you know like coffee uh earth leather um you know you're going to get those flavor tones the most um you know like woody and then you could get you know like some of it'll be like um you know more more cedar like more cedar wood than you know like a general wood flavor you know uh you'll get some pepper and then there's people out there that could that could taste the craziest shit you know like you got you got some guys i i think most of them are full of crap but you got some guys that'll tell you that they they could tell the difference between um you know tahitian vanilla and madagascar vanilla in this cigar you know um what <laughs> yeah exactly but that's I, I i've listened to one guy say you know yeah I, I i got a vanilla taste here but it's more of a tahitian vanilla not a madagascar vanilla it's just like you are so full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's just such a weird thing to say. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, there's there's people out there with super palettes, and uh, and then there's a, you know then then in comes the marketing where the, the marketing tries to come up with a new some something that's going to catch the the buyer's eye. You know, if they're reading about the cigars. Okay, is there some type of premium brand of cigar like they're like a Nike of cigars? um yeah it it all depends on what you like but i mean the the biggest brands are gonna be um like davidoff uh arturo fuente uh padrone cohiba you know um that's not to say that they're the best cigars but they're the, they're definitely the the biggest brands that that um you know, your your average guy is definitely going to go to. I mean, they're 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 good cigars, you know. But now there's so many boutique brands that try so many different things with different tobaccos that you know all the all the smaller guys 
are hitting so many different flavor profiles. So they're just, you know, it's for the most part, that's what, that's what, um, you know, a lot of, a lot of cigar smokers go for is what's new, what's, you know, you know, the, the, the boutique brands, um, like, uh, like Roma craft is, is a boutique brand that is just killing it right now. You know, um, I got, I got a local, a local guy who's, who's going national now, but, uh, just some crowd cigars, you know, he's, he's, he's about a half hour away from me. You know, we're in, we're in Indiana here, like the Chicago, uh, the, the Indiana side of Chicago, basically Northwest Indiana. I mean, you don't, you don't think of a cigar manufacturer coming out of Indiana, but you know, so it's, it's, it's really a, an interesting world out there for cigars. It sounds very interesting to say the least. It sounds like it's a lot of, complexities that come with the, a cigar in general yeah that's i mean and that that also depends i mean you could get you could get some some cigars that are pretty much the same all the way through like you're going to have the same flavors all the way through as you smoke it and then you have some cigars that you know like the first third is going to have this flavor profile the second third it's going to kind of transition to this and you know as, as the cigar goes on it you know the the flavors transition a bit so that's pretty cool yeah all right, let me ask you this question because I'm, I'm from Miami. I'm in Miami. So I'm going to ask you the question that everybody probably asked you. Cuban cigars, have you ever tried them? Oh, yeah. What are they like? They're uh, always talked about. <laughs> um, most of the time, Cuban cigars are on the mild side. You know, they're, they're not too strong. Um, if that's your thing, then that's great. Uh, a good Cuban cigar is good sometimes, uh, but for the most part, I mean, I, I'm more of a, a medium full, full bodied cigar smoker. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, Cuban cigars are good in the morning with coffee. You know, okay. um, there, there are a couple of, a couple of them that, that tend to be on the stronger side, but they're few and far between. But I mean, the best cigar that I've ever smoked in my life was, um, was a Cuban and that was, uh, I had it New Year's Eve this past year, and it was from 2001. It was a Cohiba Esplendidos. Um, but at that time, that cigar was just perfect. You know, so, so let me ask you this then: How does aging work with cigars? Uh, it's all about temperature and humidity. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, humidity being the more important for the most part. Um, you know. Uh, the, the, the regular recommended is uh 70, 70, you want 70% humidity with 70, 70 degrees. I tend to keep mine a little drier. I like mine like 65 to 67, uh, like 65, 67% humidity. And, you know, uh, I have my, I have a wine cooler that I converted into a, a humidor and I keep that at 66 degrees. So okay. I tend to keep it a little drier, a little cooler. And that's, you know, that, that's, that's how I like my cigars to, you know, that, that's because that changes how they, how, how they'll smoke. If it's too humid, it'll, it'll be spongy. It'll, it'll go out on you. It's hard to keep it lit. Uh, if it's too dry, it'll burn too fast and it won't burn right. So, you know, that's most, uh, most uh, cigar shops you go into, they're going to be 70 degrees, 70% humidity. Um, that's pretty much the industry standard, but, um, you know, 
the like a regular like a i guess a cigar hobbyist you know someone who who collects and and has it as as a hobby you know serious cigar smokers they're all going to have their their little uh you know like uh their goalie lock zone you know that just that perfect spot that they like it and that's where they aim to keep it okay so um also, let's get more into your podcast and things that you talk about in your podcast. I see you talk about a lot of different things on your podcast. Let's talk about some of the guests. Who are some of the guests you've had on your podcast to talk about cigars with? Uh, I think I think one of my one of my favorite things to do that I didn't think it was going to be is having people on that don't normally smoke cigars. Um, you know, it's it's fun. I could kind of I could kind of guide them through it a little bit. It makes me feel special because it makes me think I know more than I do, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. Like, I, I've had a few local comedians on, which is which is awesome. Like, great guys, funny, um, you know, rather entertaining. I've had uh, a couple of industry guys on, which is always good because I I learn, you know, talk about what it's like to be to be in the in the industry. I've had uh, you know two two brand owners on. Uh, I've had I've had the owner of JSK and the owner of uh, Nomad on, so it, it's just really cool to be able to to talk to those people and get you know kind of the insider baseball look at the cigar industry, you know. Yeah, and I think it's cool that you're becoming that kind of voice for cigar smokers. Well, as far as that goes, I mean, there's there's definitely more popular, better podcasts out there for cigars, but there's there, there, there aren't too many, and most of them are focused around, like reviewing cigars and whatnot, which, I, I don't really do reviews. Uh, I'm, I might start doing reviews a little bit in the future, but like I said, I, you know, I just, I, I like sitting and having a conversation, which cigars do come into conversation, but I mean, for the most part, it's just general, general bullshit, you know. Yeah, but when I've listened to your podcast what i enjoy about the fact is it's more like your next door neighbor coming over there talking to you yeah and while he's talking to you he's smoking a cigar and like ah want to try a little bit of this let me tell yeah, you a little exactly. about this one and it's, yeah. it's a cool vibe to it oh yeah that's especially when we get into the liquor cabinet you know <laughs> <laughs> that's uh so yeah it, it's it's fun to just to just sit and chill and you know, share some experiences, sh share some thoughts about the cigars. And, you know, it's in, in reality, it's just an excuse to get together and, 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 uh, you know, just hang out, have a good conversation. Yeah. And also cigar smoking does look totally cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's something that's always been there. When you watch like the old movies or you watch the action movies, the guy always has a, a big fat cigar in his mouth. <laughs> yep. It looks like the coolest. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, that that's kind of where, you know, like when we were kids at the pool hall, it's like, oh, yeah, let's let's have a let, let's have a big fat stogie. And, you know, we'll, we'll we'll be like the guys in the movies, you know. But. Yeah, it's. Uh, it's. I mean, I, I guess I don't look at it. You know, I, I definitely don't do it because I look cool or anything like that. I mean. Back in the day, that could have been that could have been a factor, but anymore, it's just it's it's the love of the hobby. Yeah, it's a, it seems like a very cool hobby. At least you seem very knowledgeable about it. And that's very cool thing. I'm definitely always learning, and always willing to learn more. 
Um, so that's, you know, I guess that's another part of it is, you know, just, um, uh, wanting to, wanting to learn anything about anything. And this is just kind of a focal point. So. Yeah. I like the way that you explain it because you explained that there's so many little details about cigars that the average person wouldn't know about it. And yeah. It makes it cooler. And, but you don't try to sound like you are know it all either. No, no, I'm definitely, I'm definitely not a know-it-all. <laughs> that's, that's a good thing. You, you sit now, there, you're honest. Now, five, six years ago, I, I knew, I knew nothing, you know. Um, but, you know, through through joining a forum and and getting to know some people and and hanging out in the in the cigar lounges and whatnot, because I mean that that's the beautiful, that's another beautiful thing about cigars, is. I could walk into a cigar lounge and there could be a couple of guys sitting there. It doesn't matter if they're, if they're bankers, lawyers, uh, you know, cleaning up the cages at the zoo, mailman, white, black, Mexican, anybody, it doesn't fucking matter. You could, you could sit down next to them and everybody's got a common ground that they could sit there and talk about, you know, and, you know, and, and, you know, in reality, like, you know, as long as you don't have an asshole, the only thing that matters is that cigar. You know, whatever cigar everybody's smoking, that's the only thing that matters. You know, politics don't mean shit. Uh, you know, it, it's just that the, the general conversation is going to be focused around the cigar, not not politics, not skin color, nothing else. It's, you know, it's just the, the, the love of cigars. That's cool. That is definitely cool. So let me ask you this, then. And I think this is going to help everybody out there who wants to get into cigars. What is the first cigar they should try to smoke? What's your starter cigar? Um, a good starter is, um, I mean, you definitely want to stay on the, like the mild side to start uh, and kind of progress to see where your flow, flavor profile is at. I mean, it'll change eventually, but I always tell people to start off mild, and that's going to be like a, like an Arturo Fuente Chateau. Okay. It's, um, you know, the, the regular Chateaus, it's a smaller cigar, it's mild, it's a quality cigar, you know, it's going to burn well, it's going to, it's going to perform well, so uh, it's got, you know, decent flavor to it. Um, other than that, I mean, hell, uh, I mean, great cigars to start off on would be Cuban cigars, but the price point's not really where you want it to be. Now, if they were more available they would be perfect to start off on. Cause like I said, you know, they're, they tend to stay more mild. <coughs> um, but yeah, I generally, I generally steer, steer new people towards like a Fuente Chateau or, um, like a regular Monte Cristo or regular Macanudo. Um, you know, those, those tend to run, run more mild, maybe mild medium. So, and they're, they're, they're good brands with, with a lot of history behind them. Uh, so you're going to get a quality product for a decent price. So, okay, is there anything that somebody who wants to start a cigar collection should think of when they're going to start it? Any, any like starter things they should definitely have in the house? Uh, as far as storage goes, that that could be the easiest thing in the world, or it could be the most difficult thing in the world. It just depends on what you want to do. If you want to start off, you could start off with something as simple as a Ziploc container. You know, something with a good seal. And 
like the cigar shops, most of them have what they're called uh, Bovita packs. And it's just this little square pack that um, it's a two-way humidification and you can buy it at certain humidity levels. So you could get one that's at 69% humidity. And as long as you got that in the container with the cigars and you got a good seal, it's going to keep that at 69% humidity, you know, give, give or take 1%, you know? Um, so that's, that's, that's pretty basic and simple cost effective for sure. Cause I mean, damn near everybody's got a Ziploc container in their house. You could even use a Ziploc bag, like a freezer bag works fine. Cause it seals well. Um, but it's always nice to, you know, you, you, you could generally find some website that's having a sale for, you know, buy, buy these 10 cigars for 50 bucks and get a free desktop humidor. And, you know, for the most part, those are generally decent. You know, they, they hold humidity. They're, they're not the best. Um, but I mean, you could, you could really start, you could spend anything on a humidor. The, the sky's the limit. I've seen some ridiculous prices on humidors, but um, like I said earlier, I, I, I changed a wine cooler that I got on a scratch and dent site. Uh, it's like a, a 24 count bottle wine cooler. Um, and I just use uh, like the crystal kitty litter. That's kind of like a two way humidity. So okay. I just, uh, you know, I have some kitty litter in there with some distilled water. And I got a few Bovita packs placed throughout to, to keep that humidity level even throughout the whole thing. So, I mean, you could get creative and you could pretty much, you know, whatever your budget allows, you could figure something out. Um, so that's, as far as storage goes, that's, that's pretty simple. As far as the cigars go, um, if you know, if you know the right websites, you could catch some pretty good sales on, on some decent cigars most of the time. So, um, but before you could do that, you need to really know like what you like to smoke before you go buy, you know, a bunch of cigars, you know? Uh, so it's, it's good to. Just head into the shop and, you know, if you got, if you got a good reputable shop, um, you could go in, you could tell them, Hey, look, I'm new. I'm looking for something to start off with. Um, you know, trying to figure out that flavor profile and, um, you know, most shops, they're going to have somebody that, that at least knows a little bit about what they're talking about and they could point you in the right direction. So, I mean, that's, that's pretty much the basics if somebody wants to get started. Okay, that's that's pretty awesome, man. It's been awesome having you on. Let them know where to find you and your podcast at. Um, my podcast is on iTunes, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, mo most of the podcast formats. Um, it's also at my website, which is theherfcast.com. Um, Herfcast is H-E-R-F-C-A-S-T. So Twitter is the underscore Herfcast. Instagram is the Herfcast. And Facebook, I have the Herfcast podcast. Um, if anybody wants to email me, it's the Herfcast at gmail.com. So, um, yeah, man, it's I've got all my I've got all my episodes on the website. And like I said, it's on most uh, most podcast platforms. Um, and that's I've got, you know, if anybody goes to the website, there's a 25 percent off coupon code at the top for, uh, for uh, one of the cigar companies. Um, you know, like I said, there, there's always there's always a sale on cigars. You know. So definitely, if you go to the website and use that coupon. 
Yeah. So if, especially if you want to get started in cigars and you got the little first cigar, you want to try to get more of them, go hit up that coupon. That's a good <laughs> discount. Yep. Now, um, about you, you said you're in Miami. Uh, how long? How yep. long have you been down in Miami? All your life, or all my life? Grew up in Miami. Grew up on the rough streets of Liberty City. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, have you ever smoked cigars or no? Not once in my life. I'm, no. You made it sound awesome. <laughs> um, are you a cigarette smoker? Have you ever been or no? Never smoked cigarettes. Only thing I've ever smoked was Black and Miles at one point. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're ever up by Chicago, hit me up, and uh, you know we'll get together and and we'll we'll get you situated. I'm down. I'm definitely All right. down. All right. Uh, I. I don't see it happening anytime soon, but if I ever head down to Miami, I'll I'll let you know. Oh, definitely, definitely. I tell people all the time: if you come to Miami, let me know. I hang out with you. I don't have a problem with that at all. All right, definitely, man. Brian, it's been awesome having you on, to say the least, man. You, yeah, dude. Th thanks for having me. This has been cool. Definitely, you've opened a lot of people's eyes to how cool cigar smoking is. So, and <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a good thing. It's yeah, it's a, definitely. I like it. Like you said, it's it's a great social tool. And like I say, it, it'll bring anybody together. So. Yeah, definitely. I see that. That's awesome to say the least, man. All right, man. We definitely got to have you back on. All right. Awesome. All right. As always, Devil Cock Spirits, we are out. Peace. I'm Carly. I'm Rick. And I'm Sawyer. And we're the hosts of What Are You Worried About? This is a podcast about irrational worries. We're not talking cancer or taxes or your inability to truly love your son. We're worried about things like elevators, megalodons, being haunted, smelling like shit, unsecured blows, hobo mascots, and bones. Bones? Yeah, bone, bones. <laughs> oh, alright. Check us out on iTunes, Google Play, or waywapod.com. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about Don't it. Don't worry about it. Don't even worry about it. Except you probably should, though. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired their personal trainer as a caterer. All right, folks, let's keep this line moving. You there with the tongs. Picking up one Duchess potato at a time will not cut it at my catering table. Drop and give me 50. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Okay, this is what we call the wild mushroom and asparagus dip, dip, and press. Come on, let's get those plates above your heads. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.